up? You are listening to the Off The Clock Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Triple D. And I got a special episode for you guys today. When I was getting ready to do this episode, it's something I've been wanting to do for quite a while now. And I, up to a point, was okay with kind of doing it solo. But the more I thought about this, um, I definitely decided I, I need to talk. I need to discuss this with someone. Um, and I am fortunate enough to be able to bring back a guest one of my well not one of my big podcast homie definitely one of my inspirations and one of my motivating factors you know him from the just say words podcast from the grow bro podcast and he is the ceo and creator of the oh god i'm gonna have to edit this <laughs> no you know it's i got it oh god <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the pod dealer network and also the executive producer of the Saturday Series podcast. Uh, hey, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood pod dealer, Jay. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for being here. And I, you know what exactly, you know what happened? I got inside my own head. Um, I was like, uh, the little voice in my head was like, man, this is going extremely well. Because usually by your, when I'm by myself, I fumbled like six times. And right when I thought that, that's when I fumbled. But Jay, man, how, how, are, how are you holding up in this pandemic? Um, uh I am pandemic prospering. I okay. Am, so me, I am um I am what we refer to as an actual introvert, not the trend the new trendy emotional kid cutty kinds, right? We got right. to choose when you like wanna, my status. <laughs> yeah, like just I I I want to be inside anyway. Like no, that's I'm for real. I'm cool with being in the house. Um uh, once I knew things are going to be locked down, I prepped I had already prepped. I bought video games. I bought <laughs> board games. Uh, I bought yoga mats, all types of stuff. So I'm in here trying anything, man. Like I'm opening my mind up to all kinds of things that I could do around the house um, and be in the house. And um, I've been, I've been okay, man. I've been okay. Um, how are you holding up? I'm making it. Um, it's been a little rough. I, I also am a true introvert. Um, I think what's made it harder for me is that my pandemic uh, started off with me kind of getting laid off. So there's, there was the kind of the weight of that. Um, and then the whole, the, the unemployment process, which is, uh, Oh God, it's horrible. Um, just from filling out claims every week to the job hunt, being back in the job hunt. Um, but you know, otherwise I'm, I'm trying to make it out here, uh, doing my prison workouts in the driveway with my squats and, and my jump rope, even though they don't, you know, they don't, I'm sure they don't allow jump ropes in prison, but I'm um, just trying to make the best of it. Um, haven't bought a ton of video games. Uh, I did. What, what did you get? What did you recently get? So, uh, first off, I'm sorry that that happened to you because I have been in contact with more people who have been furloughed or, um, laid off, um, uh, which also brings to light like how companies just kind of can't um they can't pivot like you think they could but right um the let me see so what did i buy i think i had purchased some stuff uh pre-order so final fantasy 7 remake which that's came out on friday here that's exactly uh, what i wanted to hear i i forgot to download it yesterday so i spent most of the morning this morning i woke up pretty early i was up around 5 45 so i downloaded that um i downloaded all the add-on stuff to call of duty which is i haven't played call of duty online in a really long time so um that is going to be a new experience for me uh -huh. um what was the other thing i wanted to get a switch and play animal crossing because everybody kept talking about it but <laughs> i don't i don't know what it's about I, uh, I feel you on that one it looks 
it looks like it looks fun and calming. Yeah, I just I I'm not buying a Switch anytime soon, so I'm gonna just have to watch from afar on that one. So what? So I thought Switch was gonna have a bunch of kid games, but they have this game that I really want to play called My Friend Pedro. Uh, oh, is that the is that the banana? Yeah, it's like the banana. It looks, that looks wild fun. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to I think that was like Revolver. It's one of Revolver's games. Um, but yeah, I want to play that game. That's the only reason why I was gonna get a Switch was to play that game. Apparently, it's supposed to come to other consoles later this year. Uh-huh. But I figured I would just get it uh, to do that other stuff. I've been also interested in playing some of these other games that have been wildly successful, whether it be Apex or Fortnite, uh-huh. Rocket League, or something like that. But um, with work uh it's been eating up a lot of my time so i normally get off work i'm putting in 10 12 hours a day anyway and then in the digital space because what a lot of what i do for those of you that don't know my nine to five is marketing um so a lot of my job is research analytics all that other stuff and it's it's digital it's digital marketing so i have to look up stuff on the internet so so i'm on the computer most of the day anyway and then by the time i get off i'm just like I don't even have the capacity to like run and shoot with people right now. So let's go to sleep. (laughs) Trust me. And you will, you'll find out really quick. um, Cause I was the same way. Um, My cousin, like he, he pretty much gave me one of his PS4s um, and it's the, the 500 gig one. So not a lot of space. And um, I was like, all right, I know. Cause I knew at some point I was going to get a PS4 specifically for, not even specifically, specifically for Final Fantasy VII that remake. Cause yeah, for I, sure. it, like it was, it was a no brainer. But um, he gave it to me uh, earlier than I anticipated, so I went and grabbed that uh the the call the newest Call of Duty because it happened to be on sale. And um, as someone who hadn't played an online shooter since like, oh my gosh, Modern Warfare Two on the Xbox 360, it it. It reminded me real quick that like I didn't have the patience that I used to um, for online shooters. Um, I'm like you, like I wanted to, I, I want to check out Apex, but like watching Let's Plays, it looks so fast. Like I don't know if I have that. I don't know if I had that in me anymore. Um, Call of Duty has grown on me, and uh, now that I know that you, you're going to be on there, um, hopefully now I'll have someone I can run with every now and then. Uh, but. Yeah, this I, I went and grabbed my Final Fantasy VII yesterday. Um, haven't installed it yet, only because I know the amount of space it's going to need. Um, I might hold out, grab like a an external hard drive or something, uh, just to just to make sure that I don't have to lose anything else. Um, but yeah, th- this because of this whole you know job situation and the pandemic, I have no choice to be in the house. So I've I've been trying to play a little more of that like i have other games i just don't have this place the space to play more than one at once um and like a typical first person shooter person i i haven't even finished the campaign so at some point i'm gonna have to finish the actual story mode um but speaking of free time is pretty much what we're going to be talking about today and um aside from obviously podcasting and uh you know as we discussed getting into video games um i want to talk about the visual arts tv movies and the subject of nuance and how i ended up getting to this uh this particular topic was um if you don't know 
myself and a good friend of mine, Carlos D, the PLP podcast, we did a power post game report. It was a recap show for the last season of power um, where we would pretty much recap each episode of power. Um, and this that pretty much grew from us having a group me where every Tuesday at a certain time, uh, my friends would talk about power. I got into it super late and then I, I decided to get into it. And one of the things that kind of brought this whole topic about was every now and then there'd be an episode where the general consensus, like I, I'd get into the, you know, it'd be chat time and I'd get into it and there'd be a few times where I felt like I might've been the only one who actually thought it was a, a good or, or fairly enjoyable episode where everyone else was just like, nah, this was slow. It was whack. Uh, it was trash. Um, and me and my thoughts were just like, well, what made it trash? Was it, was it that it wasn't exciting enough for you? Was there not enough blood? Was there not enough sex? Um, I thought like storytelling wise and for some of the cerebral stuff that that can happen in that show, you know, this episode might have been stronger in that than the other stuff. And it pretty much led me to asking myself the question of uh, do we still appreciate nuance in entertainment? Man, that's really tough. I mean, I think I think it all really depends. Right. So from your standpoint of like storytelling and world building there are like there are ways to do it like masterclass ways um there are ways that are really really bad right um so when i think of world building or nuance and things um that are told with good pacing i think people don't understand pacing so if you think of a movie that is or yeah i'll go movie so if you go with a movie that's really good at pacing but probably leaves out large chunks um but makes you understand there's a a world inside of a world uh, i would suggest people watch ready player one okay um that's probably one of the movies where you're like okay i kind of get what they're trying to do up front um a movie series where it's really good in world building and it's simple and it's easy enough to believe it's like John Wick. Uh, John Wick essentially it's in this world, but like otherworldly kind of things like these other hitman assassin kind of rules um, kind of play when it comes to TV shows, world building takes a really long time. So you look at power Ozark breaking bad, um, walking dead fear to walking dead like those kind of shows most of the shows that people watch or they enjoy they're all kind of housed in this one area and then they get to develop they get to develop the character right so the the characters get to have a ton of nuance or not um they get to play into these stereotypes right so when you think of like shows that kind of stay in the same places like all those hospital shows right uh-huh. whether it be er chicago hope like all those other things i don't watch any of those shows i just hear people talk about them but it's all housed. It's all about being in this hospital, um, the relationship between these people when they're at work, right? And that kind of thing. Think about like, or think about The Office, right? The people who love The Office. It's not a favorite show of mine, but like, um, you think about that, like Parks and Recs, those kind of shows where uh, the people kind of get to be fleshed out. The environment doesn't really matter. With, with power, to me, 
Um, and I, so I have the same um, luck with power that I did with Oz for people that are old enough to remember Oz, right? Uh, anytime I ever watched or tried, attempted to watch power, I always ended up on a sex scene. Uh, <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't even know what this is about. Where are the drugs at? <laughs> I thought you said this was violent. Oh my uh, gosh, but referencing that with Oz, it's just like, oh, that bad text. <laughs> right, exactly, right? So, right, the nuance in that, right? So, anytime I cut on Oz, I'll be like, this somebody's getting raped. This, this is, is terrible. Yeah, this uh, is not consensual. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, this isn't, mm-mm, no. Uh, and they'll be like, did you, did you enjoy this? No, I'm traumatized. Thank, thank you for inviting me to all. watch that. Um, yeah, and so that so, I think we lose a lot of that too. I'm, I think what we're promised is like, like you said, drugs and sex and violence and all that other stuff. Um, and then when it's the times when you know the characters broken down or they're completely defeated, uh, or a slower episode where you're like, oh, this episode was kind of whack because they did a lot of the stuff right. And and newer shows are really bad at closing off sections of a story, right? Like. True. They, they're big on giving you cliffhangers because now all these shows are doing these mid-season breaks they're doing all this other stuff so you're kind of like okay well we're left on a cliffhanger we don't know what's going to happen um th- this thing is going to be revealed then they have to do like one story episode to move to the they have to do one episode where they need to build the next thing or um or showcase the new villain or some some more adversity in some way and people go, oh, that episode was kind of whack. It, it wasn't about nothing. And it's like, yeah, it's story building. Story building takes a minute. It's not this imminent threat. I think that's the one thing that I really did like about The Walking Dead, outside of it being kind of redundant, was like the zombies are forever the imminent threat. The people who have survived are way more dangerous. Like, <laughs> so I've um, definitely heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Like, that's the 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 zombies, they're just mindless beasts almost right like they're just kind of like well they're just doing whatever they're supposed to be doing as zombies it's the people who want to take over territories trick you rob you do all the other stuff to you uh those are the things that where you're like there's that ever looming threat yes sleeping sleeping through a horde of zombies that pushed against a fence or something and now the fence is broken get it i absolutely get that right Uh, saying we're running out of resources that's a thing right um, but in it, like most TV shows where people die, you can pretty much bet the, you can push all your chips to the middle of the table and be like, once this cast is over eight people, a whole bunch of people are going to die. So you can, you can, you can mark that down. You can pencil that in like LeBron, like LeBron James points. <laughs> like, yep, I, yep, it, 20 and 10. He's going to get that. <laughs> like that's it. You see, you start having a whole bunch of storylines of 10 to 15 people. A whole bunch of them is about to die. And walking dead is really good at that. Once the cast gets too big, I normally walk away and then come back and be like, all right, cool. It's down to six of them. Six of them now. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when it, yeah, like I said, when it comes to nuance though, I think there's um, we've also tailored entertainment in a way to where we care more about what the customer thinks instead of doing what uh, cares more to the artistry. Right. Like, I mean, even in podcasting, right. Long form podcasts are starting to go away. And if you have a long form podcast, it is with somebody who people really love and could love to listen to in a long, in a long period of time. Right. So Oprah can have these interviews with, um, you know, uh, with people that we all love but maybe your favorite podcast 
can only do it for 30 minutes. Maybe they can only do 15 minutes, that kind of thing. So, Or they can only do it in a segment, and they have to carry the rest of the show. Long-form long podcasts are really going away. I, was, I think that's what's so cool about doing Saturday series because there aren't really any. I think there's maybe one long episode that's 45 minutes, and then outside of that, uh, they're between 5 to 12 minutes. Hmm. So. So, yeah, so I I, um, I absolutely understand that nuance of context and holding people's attention. It's a bunch of stuff that we need to, like, really, you know, pay attention to and then things that we probably have lost. And that's that's the thing I've been wondering. Um, and, like, when trying to figure out how we got here, it was just like it, I, I remember one day just probably it was probably Facebook because it's the only social media app I'm on. I guess you could say regularly, but it's just something about Facebook. I, I happen to be coming through and it, I know it for a fact I've seen it during power, but I've seen it for other shows as well and movies where it's just like everything is either it's either flames or it's trash. And I, there've been a few, you know, if, I feel like if you think something is, is that bad? I, I I hate the phrase trash because it's it's become so oversaturated. And people people will throw it on anything that's not what they consider to be like amazing. It's like when when I've asked a few people, well, like what did you know? What did you think about it in general? And basically, what they describe comes out to me as it comes out as well. It was all right. So why did you say it was all right? Like why does it have to be trash? Like calling you know especially and i don't know i maybe I, i'm probably being a little oversensitive but just calling someone's work that they worked on that they you know art that they put out there for the world you know just trash when you actually thought it was oh you know it was all right it wasn't spectacular it just feels like an insult like if you feel like it's all right just say it's all right but if you can't tell me why you specifically think it's quote unquote garbage or trash. Why, why tear it down just to be part of the, you know, the, the, the wave, which of people of a certain age, I understand that, you know, the wave is what runs things, but it'd be people that's too old to be thinking like that. Like the so-called free thinkers and independent thinkers, you know, on the wave of just trashing things just for the sake of trashing things. Like it, it makes it for me, it made it hard to take people's opinions seriously. Cause it's like, give, you know, give, give an actual excuse why I got into so many arguments over Batman V Superman, because I actually enjoyed it and people could not understand why. And then when I explained why all they could say was just like, Nope, it was dumb. And it, it just, it was stupid. And, uh, why would he stop? Because their their mothers had the same name. And uh, nope, just dumb. While I'll admit that DC dropped the ball on world building and they jumped the gun too fast on Batman versus Superman and Justice League as just standalone movies. They're both fairly decent. And I'll even I'll even go a step further and say that the director's cut, knowing what I know. Granted, it's a super long movie. It's a better movie than the original. But I've, I don't know, maybe I'm just the type that's like, I can find something I enjoy in, in almost anything. Um, But I, I'm just, I've never been okay with the, the whole idea of just like, all these people are saying this thing is trash. 
I'm gonna go watch it. If I feel like it's all right, I'm gonna also call it trash. Like, nah, like if I feel like it's okay or in the middle, I'm gonna say that. And I, I just, yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I, I agree with, um, I agree with that too. I think I've been, I've had that conversation a lot lately as well. Like, do you guys watch things so you can agree with the, the people that you respect or the blue check marks uh, <laughs> attached to their accounts so you can say that things are trash? Like, that's why I don't get, um, I don't want to say I don't get why y'all stay up to midnight to listen to music. But, dude, we used to wait for weeks for reviews on music. We used to wait, people used to hit the blogs like in a few days after albums dropped or movies dropped. Now you walk out the theater, somebody's on Twitter telling you, uh, the, you know, it's terrible Thursday night. Um, and that's the thing too. I'm like, I think when it comes to any form of entertainment, whether it be music or movies or whatever, especially now when we live in the world of remakes, I think it's the equivalent of being on, um, I want to say being on drugs because that now I thought about it, I was like it's probably not ideal, but it is a thing where you <laughs> where you're chasing that high from when you were little, right? Okay. Like I saw so many people trash Lion King, like oh it's this oh it's it's, it's not it didn't have this song and it didn't have this song. Okay, did you really think? <laughs> right. Oh my god. <laughs> did you, did just... you really think we were gonna be like you know what we have a multi million dollar budget and in the middle of this we're gonna you know we're gonna have them sing now? Granted, I didn't see it. Uh, because some remakes, I'm just cool. Like, I'm cool on it. I don't really need to see. I think um, kind of the same thing, too. Now, DC does shoot themselves in the foot because they tend to make a lot of the same movie over and over again. So they'll give you uh, not the same movie, but they'll also give you their the cartoon version of the movie. Yeah. Um, which I think those are incredible. Some of those are yeah. really good. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Um I watch those things and I'm like, damn, yo, they have a really good story. It's deep. It's, it's, it's espionage. It's all types of wild shit in here. Like, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So when they don't do a great job, like Aquaman or something, I'm like, well, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Like, um, the the other thing is, it's like you said, the free thinkers are also the first ones to jump into a group think, and those are the same people who kind of can't tell you why things are bad, right? This thing is bad. Okay, cool. Well, why why is it bad? Uh, well, you know the music sucked. But that's okay, cool. I guess we won't win an Oscar for that. But like, to get into like, tell me what did it make sense? Like, if there's a bunch of plot holes in the in the film, cool. Um, let's talk about it. Like, that didn't make sense. Why would this happen? The suspension of disbelief is really really low. Low. Okay, cool. Fine. I'm 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 with that. I'm with that. Like, let's let's talk about it. Kind of the same thing for like music man like people get in here they you're obsessed with the single or whatever it is and you're in here like you listen to the album one time and uh you're like you know what this is terrible i can't believe they put this out this was rushed it doesn't sound good like regardless of how good a person is y'all are going to consume it right just so y'all can hate on think about it we we all together watched Tyler Perry tell us it took him five whole days to make a movie. And it was the most watched movie on Netflix <laughs> for like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so even, even if you hate it, it will be successful, right? You press play, you sat there for an hour or two or however long it was to an hour and a half and two hours. 
just to come back and be like, this thing is terrible. This thing is whatever. Whatever. It's too late. He already got the check. He already it's got it's already <laughs> He's cash. already on writing another movie that's going to be, <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be done in another couple days. If that was the case, like, it's whatever. I get it that people take time. Things, money has to go to places. People need to, to, things to shoot. But if you're like, yo, I could do all of this in a work week <laughs> then it doesn't it doesn't matter man i mean like now you're just out here looking like a hater and you have to be okay with saying yo i'm a hater and that's yeah. the part that people won't admit to yo i'm a hater I, and this is why yeah i'd be so i'd be okay with it like i'd be totally okay with it like i i have this this theory that it'll never come to pass but like things would be so much easier if people would just be open just say Hey, you know what? I'm a hater and I don't like certain artists or certain musicians because of X, Y, Z. And it doesn't really make sense, but I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. Or, you know what? I'm homophobic. What you're doing with your, your sex life and who you choose to love, it doesn't affect me in the, in the least bit. And I know this, but a part of me just needs to just hate whatever you're fighting for. And the list goes on. Like, I think things would be a bit smoother if people would just be up and honest, open and upfront, we're just like, this is how I feel about this. I know it may sound unreasonable, but now that you know that I'm an unreasonable person, it'll probably help with conversation between us. Because nine times out of ten, the conversation is either gonna stop or I know how to I'm gonna know how to approach, you know, further. Like I, I was like, okay, I don't need to talk to this person about anything because, you know, they they're clearly closed minded and but I wouldn't have known fully, you know, instead of instead of trying to fool people. I, I hate that people trying to sound smarter than they are by like trying to talk around your argument. It's like, dude, just say you don't you don't like it for no real reason. And let's keep it moving. Like and that's that's a whole nother can of worms with uh people just being plain stubborn and then, you know, troll culture. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's 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 wild how many people will just. They all I know, I know for a fact, part of it has to has to do with people needing to be like and we've, we've talked about this. They need to be the ones to 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 break the news, you know, like they need to be the ones to to put that you see on their timeline. It's like, yeah, this movie wasn't good because I saw so and so said it's like they didn't give it much thought. Like you said, they they walk right out of the theater and their phones in their hand with their 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 amateur review. And it just because people like it and agree doesn't necessarily make you right or credible. Um, people still agree with the guy and we call our president at this moment doesn't make him right. You know what I'm saying? It's it. it I, I it's it's still kind of baffling to me. Um, and I know part of it is just like it kind of is what it is. It's kind of where we are. Um and speaking of like where we are, like I always kind of wondered how we got here as far as like with media. And it just made me think like, are we here because there's so much of it that nuance is taking a back seat and people are going for, well, and not, I'm not even going to say people. And I, I'm definitely not going to blame creators directly, um, but more so people in, in the suits, the people, the suits. Are they the ones that are pushing more shock and awe ahead of nuance? Because, you know, 
nuance. I mean, nuance doesn't sell like it used to. It wins Sundance Awards and uh, internet buzzworthy, you know, blogs for for music. But nine times out of ten, it nuance doesn't win that much in the box office or Grammys or stuff like that. What do you think about you know the the flooding of of media? As so, opposed yeah. to when we were growing up. So I think the thing is, I think it has a lot to do with the economy. I think a lot of what we do now is an on-the-go culture. We don't have a slow-paced society. Um, once, once we started moving into digital and then moving things to our phone, there that's when I feel like bite-sized bite-sized content kind of became a thing remember like we all have to think about when we all agree to let the way we consume things change right so remember instagram was just for pictures just for pictures and then they allowed video and then we had vine and then people were like making movies in six seconds right um we we then you know youtube had kind of became this thing and then people just started making their own shows on youtube uh sporting events started moving to mobile so people sitting still and watching a show which that's why i used to always ask people how would cbs keep making these commercials saying it's the number one watch tv <laughs> show every show on cbs is the number one watch tv show in america and i don't know anybody and i know a fair amount of people who have never seen any of these shows. I'm like, are people, and so what I realized is going over, people just leave the TV on, especially if they are in our age, if they're in their late twenties to mid to late thirties, they're so used to coming home and cutting the TV on, but it's just in the background. Nielsen still counts that shit. Oh man. <laughs> like, so, so it's just on, these, these TVs are just on and people are scrolling Twitter, they're consuming their stuff off Instagram, you're watching people's Instagram TV, you're on YouTube. That was the main reason for me cutting my cable. Like I would get home and realize, oh snap, I just turned the TV on for the sake of turning the TV on because it's a habit I've done my entire life. I get home from school, I would cut it on, watch X-Men, Power Rangers, do all that other stuff, do my homework. And now I'm like, I've been doing that for the latter part of 20 some odd years at, from being a teenager or, you know, being a like middle school kid. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. I'm paying hundreds of dollars for stuff I actually don't watch and everything I can watch. I just watch on Hulu and Netflix. Um, so the nuance of sitting still and watching a movie is is a thing like I would love I mean I think this would even be a great part too for you to talk to somebody who's younger than us right because now especially with the COVID stuff going on now they're talking about these these movie theaters might not even open and back up again after this is over with I did see a few things like that which so is yeah so they're like AMC is probably going to go out of business Fandango has already figured out how to push movies that were going to go to the movie theaters straight to the app um, a lot of these apps that are run by these big companies. So you're thinking about Disney and Disney plus, um, they got all the Marvel stuff. They're just thinking about, look, man, we already making enough money. We've already invested into this stuff. If we, if we get into the Netflix model of just throwing money at projects and putting them up there so people can stream and we'll get our money on the back end, then that's fine. We would never need to go to the movie theater again. <laughs> I man. mean, honestly, we wouldn't. And I, I totally, I could totally see that. I've seen a few other people like kind of echo that same sentiment, but like, I don't know, it, maybe it's just uh, an age thing, but like 
the thought of like never like of movie theaters like just not being a thing anymore is like kind of sad like oh absolutely no yeah. i 100 percent agree like lower these prices definitely lower these prices but like the idea of just like never having that again because like i feel like some things you just need to experience in a theater you know even if it is something like action heavy like like any marvel movie like mm-hmm. i don't want to i want to watch all my marvel movies on in a theater like honestly yeah. t- to be totally honest with you probably like the past easily three or four years 98 percent of the time if i was in a movie theater i was watching a superhero movie like nothing else um there were a few other things that kind of slipped my mind but it was without a doubt it was a superhero movie and like it like the first time i ever went to a drive-in movie theater was like a few years back when I went to California. And, you know, as a kid hearing about it, it's just like, that sounds weird. Like it sounds terrible. Yeah. Like you guys are old. That sounds weird. And then like, I did it with my cousins and it's just like, this is actually kind of cool. And, Mm. you know, now, but, and now that we're kind of in this, this era and, you know, the, the, the thought of movie theaters going away, it's just like, Oh, I can kind of relate to my grandparents and, and to a degree, my parents where it's just like driving just kind of went away. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're few and far in between now. Yeah. I think the thing I would love to see drive-ins come back. I mean, I think there are tons of um, space, especially here where I live in Virginia beach, there's a ton of space where we could absolutely get that going. Uh, we could absolutely make that happen. But um I think that's the, a lot of the discussion that I want to have on my next episode is like, what does this look like when this is over? Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do we, how do we walk through this new world? Right. Like you said, like if you're taking away movie theaters, man, I'm with you too, man. The last probably, no, I went and saw a bunch of other things in the movie theaters as well, but like, yeah, watching Endgame, watching infinity war, um, Captain Marvel, I saw Us, and there was like a few other movies, Queen and Slim, I think I uh, saw, and a few other movies in the movie theater. I think those things are the, the those are the moments when memories are created. Yeah, for us, and then you can sit because I sit and talk to people now who b- remember the first Star Wars. And it was like, oh, I was in. Oh, my dad took me to the theater for this or um, that thing. I remember going to the movie theater and seeing the first Ninja Turtles movie. Um, And so like all that other stuff, like it sits with me to the moment. You don't get to really create those memories unless we then create communities online where, again, where we remove the haters and appreciate things that we streamed. Right. So and the other thing is we do have that online mentality and lack of nuance because we want to be the first to comment. Like the first commenter is the first person normally to go viral or is the first person to write something that is hilarious or something that we can relate to, to each thing that comes out. You watch everything that drops and they promote heavy on Netflix. Look at the people who comment on that and look at the people who, who write about it or look at the people who have watched it and look at their comments. Like look at their, um, look how long the movie's been out to the time they tweet about it. Like it's, you can see that person do whatever. Like I had heard so much of this new Netflix thing, uh, Coffee and Kareem, which I am not going to watch, but I've seen so many people say it's hilarious. And then all these other people who are grown up who are like, it's just not for me, or there's some stuff that I don't agree with in this film, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are people on both sides, and then that movie has only been out maybe like a day or two. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's the same thing. Like I I want them to drop Black Widow on Disney Plus, right? Mainly because I'm like, well, I don't want to wait till y'all push it all the way back to July. Because what happens when we get to July and they're like, okay, cool. Well, we're not going back outside, or it's another month before we go back outside. Um, give give it to us now because <laughs> people are already kind of like whatever. And you have the opportunity to re-release it. People who yeah. want to see it are going to go see it. Yeah. Are going to go see it. That's the thing. Like I think they don't believe that people will will do that. I think. Think about it too now. Like, if you have a streaming platform, I was thinking about this right before we started recording. There are mixtapes that we loved that are out by artists, and now they are getting re-released on these streaming platforms and getting plays as if they're brand new music. Future Future just dropped Fifty Six Nights. <laughs> I played March Madness six times as if it was new. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning up March Madness again." I'm like, "I have March. I have it. It's downloaded. It's I have the the mixtape on my hard drive. I can pull it from the cloud, play it on my phone. It's it, I saw it on title. It's the first thing I did, I, and it's it's not even new. I I looked at it. It was like that's not even new. I'm like, with you. I'm <laughs> it, with you. It played it. I'm with you. Oh, man. So, kind of leading into wrapping this up, um, it's, there. I mean, there's, I can't really say there's anything to fix. So, asking the question, like, can we fix this? Um, or is it is it too late? Is, it, it's not a, I guess it's not an applicable question. I guess the main question would be, do you think that at some point we'll get to a, I don't know, Maybe with our generation, I guess the real test would be with the younger generation. And I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and probably uh, try to do what you suggested and, and try and interview someone uh, younger. And um, just to see where where nuance fits. Do they know what nuance in, in, in TV and movie is? Like, do we do we think there'll be a time where it'll it'll kind of be something celebrated again like it, it's sometimes it's acknowledged but a lot of times when it's acknowledged it's it's in the form of someone saying it was too slow which is when i've gone back and watched certain things like it wasn't slow it wasn't slow they were just like you said world building which is you know usually a, should be a requirement of good storytelling but um the more and more I think about it, the more and more what I've seen, like you give people some some shootouts and some car chases, um, some scandal, some sex with not much real context and they'll be all right. I, maybe we're seeing the rise of like high budget hood classics like. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think what you should do is even like round table it. Right. Like even pick five shows that build that built a world right so even if you think about like any of the shonda rhyme shows so if you think about Grey's anatomy you think about um how to get away with murder uh scandal right so those they're building a world where especially scandal right where it's like this whole world of like fixers and all this kind of hacking and all this other stuff happens um and you pairing that or not necessarily pairing it with but then like you couple it with a world of like game of thrones right so game of thrones um walking dead breaking bad the ozarks of the world power like um even if you put those shows that are in genre so i would even put power ozark and breaking bad 
maybe even like the wire together mm-hmm. and kind of be like which out of these four that are kind of similar in ways um which one do you feel like is slow right like i've heard i've heard people say ozark is so slow ozark is so slow for those of us who have watched ozark season one and two there are pieces that are world building but you're like there wasn't an episode wasted anything to me on amc that they have tons of slow episodes this episode wasn't about anything for those of you who have watched breaking bad there's an entire episode where he is trying to get a pizza off the roof and it's not even it's not even important to the story there's another episode where they are trying to get a fly out of the. Uh, that was see, that was my first choice. I was gonna say that, and then I was like, people "That's what I thought like, you were going with it." Yeah, no, yeah, that was my second choice. Yes, there. The whole episode is really about trying to get a fly, but the point is to keep our to keep our drugs or our chemicals pure. We can't have any contamination in the space that we're in. Mm-hmm. I get that, right? Right, but. As a person who watching the show, I'm like, so we are spending an entire episode chasing this fly. 50, we have spent 54 minutes, minutes doing yeah. that. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. We have spent 30 minutes trying to get this pizza that you threw on the roof up there. Um, but it also does a thing where it makes you pick sides, right? Yeah. Like you're you're where you're doing this thing. Like in that episode, I was like, yeah, Walter White's wife is annoying. And and I haven't liked her since. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, kind of the same thing. I mean, I I think when we're when we're talking about these shows and world building and all the other stuff, I think you people pick and choose, man. We we get to pick and choose because again, they are not acknowledging. Hey, pacing. They are not acknowledging. Hey, maybe I am a hater, or maybe I don't know what good pacing looks like. Um. It's just kind of like that too, man. Like I think, <laughs> for lack of a better term, it's like porn. You've seen yeah. bad porn, but you like I've seen some good porn. You don't know why it's bad. <laughs> just like, something don't sit right with you. <laughs> yeah, just this thing it ain't doing it for you, right? <laughs> but but you can you when you see a good one, you know you the yep. There's some fire right here. Like oh man, so, yeah. So those are the things you need to look at when you're looking at real other like other forms of art, like real heavy heavy time consuming pieces of art, right? Where you're like. Yeah, this movie didn't do it for me. Right. There are things that like Marvel movies do that just Disney or not Disney, but DC movies don't do for me, right? Like I I go into a Di- uh I keep saying Disney a DC movie wanting it to I want to have the ups and downs and feels um, that I do with them with the Marvel stuff, right? But I just Endeavor does it for me, and while I leave out of the movie satisfied, it's still like it doesn't stick with me, right? Like even when you're talking about Batman versus Superman. I still was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that part or this thing. Like, but if somebody was to say anything about any of the Marvel movies I've seen, whether it be Captain Marvel or the ones that are like least popular, right? Even like these Ant Man movies, I'm like, oh, you know, that was a really pivotal piece or that was a really awesome part or like that was super funny, man. I don't even know why the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff sticks with me, but it does. They just did a really good job about it. I, th- I think my favorite part about what you just said was like when you said Captain Marvel and then you said or some of like the, the less popular ones, like it, it just goes to it just further illustrates how how vastly different people's timelines are. And it's I think it's why I get baffled on why there aren't as many, I guess, like different views of opinion like we we live in so many different timelines i don't understand i i i couldn't understand how so many people had the same the same outlook because like you said you said you know captain marvel and then you said the 
the less popular ones or the less good ones, like the Ant-Man ones, so many people from my view said that Captain Marvel was horrible. And I couldn't figure out why I've watched it like twice. And I, while I'm not going to say it's one of the greatest, like I couldn't understand why it was at the bottom of so many people's list, even like quote unquote, like professional lists, like Buzzfeed and stuff like that. It, it just, it just further proves that like, I want to see, I want to see more, I want to see different views. Like I don't, I'm tired. I think, I think, you know, I'm tired of just blind pylons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. And also I, I don't want people to think like, oh man, he's a, he's a, a, a media snob. He, he wants a whole bunch of, you know, I, I'm not, I, I am not one of those people that gets drunk off nuance. Um, I, I like, I like slick stuff. I like little, you know, I like little details and everything, but also like, I do believe that some things can be pretty slow. I only made it through maybe the first four episodes of Mad Men before it's just like, okay, this is this is too much nuance for me. Like, I'm sure this is brilliant, but this is not holding me. And people say that Mad Men is one of the greatest shows, although problematic, one of the greatest TV shows ever made. You know, I couldn't do it. And I, I still have yet to go back and finish it. Um, But, you know and and to pretty much sum up like i i totally get that you know there's there's things that that do it for some people um that might not do it for everyone which i'm totally fine with i i think what i want to see more is i want to see more people sticking to their individual guns cuz i think that's the only thing that's going to make media better um it's definitely going to weed out the actual weak stuff and if it is weak if if you actually get i i feel like if you're presenting people with like a, a host of different views, it's only going to make them strive to do better, even if it's already great. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. I think to your point, there's a lot of copycat um, on all fronts, right? Copycat in making the same product over and over um, or repackaging the same product. They're copycats and having the same views. And then claiming that you're an individual, which does not make sense. Um, and then also, yeah, back to your point about Mad Men. I felt the same way. I, I got on Mad Men probably uh, really late. Um, I want to start it over, but I've heard the same thing, right? Like, oh, it's so slow. It's so slow. It's so slow. But also working in marketing, working in ad agencies, working in a situation where you have to build relationships. Um, yes, while it is problematic towards uh, minorities and women, um, there are things about the show that I think never got answered for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I kind of want to watch it. And that was the reason why I had started watching Breaking Bad because I heard so many good things. But then also I was like, I don't know enough about this show to want to watch it. Um, and then also this was a part of my game plan for the whole COVID thing. Shows I didn't watch, shows that I, I hadn't heard about, shows that I heard good things about, I was going to watch. So I'm for people that know me, or we talk often in that way. Um, I'm heavy on documentaries. I love to learn. So like my whole thing is like, uh, which I still need to watch on Netflix. So like um, the Malcolm X doc, I still need to watch that. Um, but yeah, there was, it's so many things where, like you said, where we're saying like so much nuance and so much um, g- giving credit where credit is due. Like we want things in short doses. Like think about it. Think about 
think about how you do something right or the nuance of doing something and then how long it rides. Think about Jordan Peele doing Get Out, how impactful Get Out was or how it is, how impactful it is, I should say. And how he's been riding that success and anybody attached to that film. Yeah. Purely because of the nuance of the film. Yeah. <laughs> has been getting work. Yeah. People slapped that. Listen, I didn't, I didn't see Midsummer, um, oh, which, I, which I said I wanted to see. But it was, uh, I, I will stand by this and I will fight tooth and nail for this. A24 deserves a lot more credit than uh we give it as a production house and it also deserves its own app because they they will throw money at low budget black film black indie films in a heartbeat and shout out to brad pitt and everybody else over there doing that but uh like they deserve a ton of credit but i didn't see midsummer right and midsummer was floundering in the promos people didn't get it they it was this flowery festival that was supposed to be kind of creepy um nobody really got it jordan peele said in the interview yeah, this is, it's a creepy film. I would go see it again. They put that shit everywhere, and yeah. they literally went, Jordan Peele, creator of Get Out, says Midsummer is a creepy film that everybody needs to see. Off, he off see a cosign. Twice. Off a yeah, cosign. Off a cosign. And it. And I don't know how much it made in the box office. We can look at that on the back end, but, like, it's literally based off something that you did with nuance and how much it affected the culture and the community of uh, of art that people went yeah this this dude knows what he's talking about this is a person who is who makes sense right and that doesn't necessarily happen and then the world opens up it's not even about necessarily the awards part it's the awards were probably going to come but and they definitely helped um but the other stuff as far as affecting the culture when it stops becoming ours right like Get Out was specifically for black folks. Yeah. The nuance of that, the things that, the real creepiness is, is the stuff that black folks have to deal with every day. That I would vote for Obama again and all of that other yeah. shit and being, <laughs> being, being all of that creepy shit, not on the, in any of the monsters or not monsters, but like, you know, the, the craziness, the sci-fi parts of it. Um, that's the part that, that people want to see right that's the kind of thing where where we are intrigued based off the nuance of how good jordan peele is and how impactful he has been is why people want to go see Candyman. it's not for nostalgia people try to they'll play like it's for nostalgia oh i remember Candyman being scary when i was little no 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 no. you want to see what his interpretation of Candyman is like now right it's not about oh i want to be as scared as i was as a kid you're chasing a high just like i said you're chasing a high if you think that's gonna happen but the goriness of it the insanity of it the parts that'll stick with you um that's why i didn't get to your point why people saying movies are bad why people did people said us they had these super high expectations for uh us when it came out and i was like i treat each movie as a fresh start i'm yeah. not trying to hold him to if it's not get out part two or if it's not such and such part two or three i have no expectation of the previous movie the, the moment i grab my popcorn and soda and sit down we have started from zero here there it is there it is well i'm gonna get ready to wrap this up because i know you got places to be um just two quick things um i'm gonna piggyback off the midsummer thing i ended up watching it a couple weeks ago um just because i was like you know what why not um and as soon as I posted, cause like Facebook has this thing where you can post, like, I am watching this movie. 
Um, it's probably like of all the things that I've posted, like I'm getting ready to watch this. This was one, this one got like the quickest amount of like response, like, yo, it's like, you're going to love it. It's, it's great. And you, it's wild and you're going to love it. And it's, it's so good and all this. And first 20 minutes, I'm like, well, this is wild. Um, it, it's a wild movie and there's definitely a lot of nuance. I'm not going to say I knew I, I figured out the ending because to this moment, to this day, I granted it was a few weeks ago. Um, one, I try not to think about it much because it's a wild movie. Uh, be prepared when you do watch it. And two, I'm, I don't think I'm watching it again. I had a few people like, yo, I love that movie. I watched it like three, four, five times. And I, once I got through the movie, I was like, you really watched this three, four, five times. Um, you need to talk to someone. There's nuance and there's storytelling. And then there's just like, you like creepy stuff. And I'd be, I'd be okay with you saying, I like psychological, really, really creepy stuff. Just, just own up to it. <laughs> and then we could proceed from there. Yeah, for sure. But definitely, yeah. When, when you, if you ever do decide to check that out, please let me know. Um, yeah, see, that's the part where like, I want to watch it, but then somebody go, oh, Yo, it's a good movie, but it's creepy. Yeah, and that's the part where I'm like, oh. It's wild. It is wild. <laughs> I watched it in, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'll be straight up. I'm a punk. Like, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Like, I definitely mm-hmm. don't go to the movies for them, um, no. for real, for real. And if I do watch them, it's, it's a sunny afternoon. Oh, bet. Same, same. The wild thing about Midsommar is everything, almost everything takes place on a, on a sunny afternoon. Like, not a cloud in the sky. That's what makes right. it even more unsettling. That's like, how I knew it was really creepy. That's yeah. exactly how, when people said it was creepy, I was like, yeah, because there's no dark scenes in, in right. the whole trailer. It's just everybody outside having a good time. And I was like, nope. Right. And I'm uh, maybe you'll maybe you'll figure it out more than I did. But like by once it ends, I'm just like, so that was an event. That was an experience. Because I still don't know. Like, I, I got, I kind of got what was going on. But like, and and it's probably one of those things where it's just like it it ends the way it does, so that people can leave it up for interpretation. But in actuality, it's just like no, this is the end, cut and dry. That's what it is. That's what you saw was what you got, and and no one lived happily ever after or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so definitely, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to your 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 thoughts on that. If you decide to pick it up, no pressure, no rush. Um, so, and just to kind of piggyback and, and kind of get us uh, to wrap up here in the, in the, the spirit of nuance, um, what, what do you recommend, right? What do you recommend for this quarantine? Uh, give me two recommendations. I'll, I'll go first just to kind of give you an idea of what I mean, um, of straight up heat and then. Uh, like one straight up heat recommendation and one more nuanced recommendation uh, that that is going to take you some some time to get into. But with our current circumstances, uh, we have nothing but time. Um, so my straight up heat recommendation is going to be um, it, and ironically, it's an AMC uh, TV show and it's Into the Badlands. Um it's on Netflix, the first three seasons. I don't know. I haven't researched it. I don't know if it's over or if they're getting another season, but um, martial arts, it's bloody, um, kind of dystopian, but like not, not uh, Hunger Games. To, oh, actually, 
if you really if you really broke it down, you could kind of look at it that way. But it's more so like Kill Bill meets Hunger Games and much less love in it. There's some love in there, but like just dope. There's action sequences um, in every episode. The It's it's a lot of wire fighting, but it's not like hokey wire fighting. Um, there is some there's some great acting in there. The first two seasons, the main villain is incredible oh i saw the first God. season i didn't see this i haven't seen the okay. second season or second or third season okay so you then you know who i'm talking about quinn yeah dude is probably one of if not the most con- compelling villains i've ever seen just as an actor like in, in delivering everything um yeah so to piggyback or give people a feel for if you've watched the walking dead if you saw when they went up against the governor that's the mind frame you should be in for this type of villain because it's kind of the same kind of guy okay i gotta keep that in mind at some point i'm gonna watch the walking dead i've not watched one episode um so that that's on my list of things at some point um and there's a there's a whole new group of people that pop up in the third season i'm like a few episodes into that uh and there's a there's a dope black actor that was well, actually two that pop up in the third season that that kill it just as as characters and these these presents um on screen uh my my slow burn pick is uh something that my my power group chat they've been talking about but i just especially when i was working um i just didn't have the 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 attention span or the the energy to like pick up another show um and it's fx uh snowfall have you have you watched that or heard of that I have. It's actually on my to-do list after I watch um, after I watch Breaking Bad. It's, okay. it's up in the air. It's uh, I have two or three choices after Breaking Bad is over. I'm at the end of or close to the end of season four, so I'm, uh, it's almost time to make another pick. Okay, so I think I'm I'm on. I want to say I'm on either episode four or five of Snowfall. Um, I think they have either three or four seasons out. Um, ten episodes a season, which is which is dope. Um, but like something kind of wild happens in practically so far in practically each episode, but it's not like, it's not like it completely overshadows the rest of the episode. There's, there's like two or three moving lines that, you know, have to intersect at some point. Um, and I don't think that any of them kind of overpower each other. And I think like all of them so far, they're doing a good job of like, keeping you slightly closely close to evenly invested in each line. And like, I don't, for me so far, cause I'm, I'm still pretty fresh in it. It, it, nothing overpowers the other just yet. So those, those are my picks. Oh man. Uh, straight heat for me, man. Okay. So straight heat. One of them's a movie and the other one is, um, is a series all right so if you want straight up action you want to feel the same way you wanted to feel uh for those of you who love michael bay stuff right some people feel differently about michael bay but six underground six underground okay. on, on netflix is is really good to me as far as and when i say really good it is not the best like action all this other stuff it's the like a SEAL Team Six type yeah. action, get in, shoot them up, bang bang, explosions, guns, all types of stuff. Love it, dope. If you just want pure action, a little bit of comedy, great 
car chase scenes, slow motion, great. Uh, slept on Sleeper Heat, Mister In Between by FX. Okay. It is about a divorced bouncer hitman <laughs> in Australia. That itself is the show is impeccable. Uh, it is a great show. Um, this dude's a great dad. It, all kinds of dope stuff, man. But it's all kinds of um, season three is coming out, so the first two seasons are on FX, I believe, or they're on Hulu. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking those out. Slow burn for me. Um, damn, man. Slow burn things that are probably going to take some time. I would say Ozark, um, just to kind of get in that world. There was something else I was just looking up and I was trying to think, I know we had touched on Mad Men, but, um, I was trying to think. I think it really depends on what people want to see, but I would recommend um, each episode, I would say either Lost in Space on Netflix or or Black Lightning. Um, I recommend Black Lightning. Season one was really good to me. Um, I liked it. I haven't picked it up since. Um, shout out to Carefree Black Nerd. He does a breakdown of each episode. So, like, I recommend, I think it's up to three or four seasons now. Um, so I've been trying to kind of keep up and that's a part of my like pandemic <laughs> uh, show watching. So I'm uh, trying to watch all these shows with all these episodes. so I can just kind of like be caught up on things anyway. So, yeah, I would say Black Lightning. Uh, I would say Ozark um, now, as far as like my slow burns. All right. That's what's good. Um, I definitely I definitely watched Six Underground a few weeks back and I echo all those sen- sentiments um, straight up like. Get your get you a bowl of popcorn and just sit down and, and watch it like it's dope and it, it's a fun. It's definitely a fun ride. And I wouldn't mind a sequel. Um, doubt we get it, but I'd watch a sequel. You bring back that same cast, maybe throw yeah, in absolutely. another person, I too. I, I would totally watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Jay, as always, it's been a pleasure, man. I really want to thank you for for coming through on this and. um Definitely going to look forward to uh, getting you back on for a few other topics. And um, yeah, man, you want to go ahead and and, uh, and plug plug what you need to plug and tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me anywhere. Uh, so first of all, thank you for having me on. It's always a great time. Um, you can find me at Just Say Words Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also find Just Say Words uh, on any of your podcast platforms. Uh, you can find me on Spotify find me on uh apple podcast um stitcher all those dope places also uh feel free to listen to the saturday series uh podcast um you can also find it on all your social media platforms at sat sat series pod um and we just post pictures of like old school stuff like power rangers toys stuff like that uh cartoon theme songs all kinds of stuff. So what we're trying to do is get ready for season four. The pandemic has kind of slowed things down. So we haven't received as many um, emails because now everybody's in the house. They probably don't have time to record. Um, but we're definitely trying to make season four a, a really big success. I would love to give it to people while we're still all in the house and ha- be able to consume it. Um, but I don't know. We're working on it. So as the executive producer for that show, um, it's taking up a lot of my energy. So that's why the episodes for Just Say Words have kind of been <laughs> jumping around. But um, yeah, Just Say Words normally drops on a Sunday. 
Um, and hopefully, I think uh, now that we're in the house, I might go back to dropping multiple episodes a week. But uh, it's just something to toy around with. But yeah, that's about it. All right, sounds good. One again, once again, I want to thank you for for coming on, and I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to like, share, review subscribe all that good stuff you can find me on facebook twitter and instagram at off the clock pod that's o-f-f-t-h-a clock pod and you can also find me on mm, nope you can email me at off the clock podcast at yahoo and uh, i want to thank you guys for spending your pandemic afternoon evening or morning with myself and jay of just say words thank you again and we will see you guys next time